Hey, it's Netta and I'm so excited to let you know that the Freedom from Cravings Formula program is open now. If you're ready to get rid of cravings, slim down and finally feel in control around food, especially sugar, all you need to do is to book a clarity call with me so that we can chat together to see if the program is a good fit for you. Go to aftersugarclub.com and click on the big green button, schedule a clarity call. See you soon. Welcome to the Life After Sugar podcast. The podcast that's not just about sugar, but about your relationship with it, and also with food, and especially with yourself. So if you want to discover your life after sugar, and hear inspiring stories from all kinds of people who also cut out sugar in their way, at their pace, for their own reasons, this is the podcast for you. Because you know, when you take away the sugar, you can finally discover the real sweetness in your life. I'm your host, Netta Gorman, and welcome to the fourth in a short series of what I call Summer Shorts, haha. And this one is about sugar and gut health. And by the way, if you want to catch up on the others in the series, then listen to episode 130 about sugar and weight, episode 131 about sugar and diabetes, episode 132 about sugar and inflammation. This one here is episode 133, and episode 134 will be about sugar and cravings. So today's episode is going to dive deeper into your gut health. And we're going to look at the connection between sugar and your gut health. But first, I just wanted to tell you that if you're looking for some free resources about how to cut sugar, then I have plenty for you. Come check out the Life After Sugar Facebook page and subscribe to the Life After Sugar YouTube channel, as well as my Instagram account at mylifeaftersugar, which is where you'll get all kinds of inspiration. Pictures of meals, short reels, useful info to get you started on your life after sugar, as well as thought-provoking quotes and even sometimes pictures of our cat, so that you can see that it's perfectly possible to live a happy and active life, even if you don't eat sugar. You can also check out my TikTok account at netta underscore life after sugar. And if cravings are getting in the way and causing you to fall off the wagon, then I have five tips for you, especially if you're an intermittent faster, to help you get rid of cravings. Go to aftersugarclub.com and download your five tips today. You can also find my simple guide for getting more energy with less sugar by going to aftersugarclub.com, scrolling down to the bottom and clicking on Simple Guide. And while you're there at aftersugarclub.com, you can also have a look at the videos I've made for you to show you what to eat that doesn't contain added sugars, where to find real whole foods at the grocery store, and also how to look after your gut health 
which is actually the subject of this episode. Actually, the term gut health is relatively recent. In fact, when I was growing up, we never used that expression. We just called it the digestive system or simply your digestion. And this included everything from the esophagus right down to the bowel. And now the term gut health refers to the health of the entire digestive system, but not just the digestive system. I mean, not just how your body breaks down your food into nutrients and stuff, but also how gut health affects lots of different aspects of our well-being, from our mood to our immunity. I recently read a really cute and somewhat weird analogy that if aliens were to swoop in from outer space and squeeze a human down to see what we're made of, they'd come to the conclusion that cell for cell, we're mostly bacteria. In fact, did you know that single-celled organisms, mostly bacteria, outnumber our own cells 10 to 1? And most of them make their home in your gut. And what scientists are finding more and more, that the gut has evolved a stunningly complex neural network capable of using this bacterial ecosystem for the sake of both physical and psychological well-being. Or your gut health can be involved in your dis-ease or disease. And research has found that tweaking the balance between beneficial and disease-causing bacteria, at least in studies on animals' guts, can alter the brain chemistry and lead the subject to become either more bold or more anxious. In fact, many studies have shown that even a low level of stress can tip the microbial balance in the gut, making the host, that's us, more vulnerable to infectious diseases and triggering a cascade of molecular reactions that feed back to the central nervous system. And this is why the gut, or as it's known, the microbiome, is now known to affect not only your digestion, but also your mind, your brain, your mood. And in the last few years, evidence has mounted from studies especially in rodents, that the gut microbiome can influence neural development, brain chemistry, and a wide range of behavioral phenomena, including emotional behavior, pain perception, and how the stress system responds. Because here's the thing, you have a nerve called the vagus nerve that can be activated by the gut microbiota, or by your gut microbes, And this nerve transmits information from the gastrointestinal tract to the brain, more specifically to the nucleus tractus solitarius, NTS, which is the principal visceral sensory nucleus in the brain. And basically, through this gut-brain axis, the vagus nerve connects the gut and the brain. In fact, it communicates information from the gut to the brain using neurotransmitters and gut hormones. And these play a vital role in sleep, mood, pain, stress and hunger. Spoiler alert, eating too much refined sugar, 
which is mostly found in highly processed foods, contributes to an overgrowth of bad bacteria in the gut, also known as dysbiosis, and this can lead to sugar cravings. I'll explain more about that right after this short break. I want to take a quick break to say that if this is your first time here, then welcome and thank you for listening to this podcast. And whether you're new or a regular and you haven't yet rated or reviewed this podcast, could I ask you to scroll down and tap on the stars to rate this podcast and also to write a short review to let me know how this podcast is helping you in your life after sugar. I love reading your reviews. And when you rate and review this podcast, not only does it encourage me to continue making new episodes, but it also helps to share this podcast and have more people see it so that we can help more people feel better and lose weight with less sugar. So again, thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast and for spreading the word about sugar. Now that we know just how important your gut health is to your general health, physical, psychological and emotional, you might be wondering, well, what can you do to improve your gut health? And at the same time, what can you do to reduce or get rid of cravings? And how are the two connected? Well, a lot of research has been done about this, mostly on mice, who, in a similar way to some people, will continue to consume sugary snacks if they're given access to them, even if they've already eaten and they're not even hungry. Sounds familiar? In a recent study, Researchers showed that an absence of certain gut bacteria may cause mice to binge eat sweet, palatable foods. And palatable foods are all those highly processed foods that we're surrounded with that we consume for pleasure rather than for hunger or for nutritional need. Now, this study that was carried out by researchers from the California Institute of Technology, or Caltech, examined the role of the gut microbiota in influencing eating behavior, especially how gut microbiota or the gut microbes impact the consumption of palatable sweet or fatty foods. Does it sound crazy to you that your gut health could actually be involved in your cravings? Well, it might very well be. Many other studies also echo these findings that dietary sugar alters the gut microbiome, setting off a chain of events that leads to specific eating patterns like overeating and eventually to metabolic disease, diabetes and weight gain. What we're finding more and more in science is really what we've been experiencing as consumers over the last 50, 60, 70 years or so which is that a Western-style, highly refined and processed, high-fat, high-sugar diet creates an unhealthy environment in the body and, more specifically, unbalances the gut microbiome. 
There's lots of highly technical reasons for this that are beyond the scope of this podcast. But one of the things that scientists found was that certain types of bacteria disappear when their subjects at refined sugar. These are called protective Th17 cells. But when other subjects retained these intestinal Th17 cells, they were completely protected from developing obesity and prediabetes, even though they ate the same number of calories. And scientists have also found that different types of microbes in your gut may have an effect on the sense of reward or pleasure in your brain and could impact addictions to food and more specifically, processed foods and even more specifically, processed sugar. Sugar can actually influence our microbes and our food preference by altering the receptors throughout the gut. For example, certain types of microbes prefer sugar and when they're fed sugar, they can then cause the body to increase the number of sweet receptors through the gut, which then can lead to craving more sugar because an increased number of receptors usually translates to a greater desire for these foods that contain sugar. And bacteria can also influence neurotransmitter synthesis. When you have a low level of a neurotransmitter commonly known as GABA, this can also translate into sugar cravings because certain bacteria in your gut can help produce GABA, so a low concentration of these bacteria means lower levels of the neurotransmitter GABA and an increase in sugar cravings. It's like a snowball effect. The more sugar you eat, the higher the population of sugar-loving bacteria develop in your gut. And the result is cravings. So maybe that's where your cravings come from. So if you don't feed your cravings, those sugar-loving bacteria will die off, as will your cravings. So if you want to get rid of cravings and feel more in control around food, then eliminating sugar is like step one for improving gut health, but it may not be the only step. For some people, they also need an intake or a supplement of good bacteria or probiotics. Now, when I say probiotics, you may be thinking of supplements and you may want to rush out to the nearest store to buy some probiotic capsules. Well, I'm going to ask you to hold off just a little bit until you've finished listening to this podcast episode because maybe there's an alternative, a much cheaper and more effective alternative to popping your probiotics in pill form. One cheap and effective source of probiotics is fibre and you can eat fibre in vegetables, fruit, chia seeds, flax seeds and whole grains that are whole. In other words, that haven't been ground up into a powder or flour. Other good food sources for gut health are what's called prebiotics. And these are foods 
that feed the good gut bacteria and enhance the effects of probiotics. Prebiotic foods include onions, Jerusalem artichokes, apples, garlic, asparagus and berries. And another way to eat your probiotics in food form rather than taking a supplement is to eat cultured foods or fermented foods and drinks. You probably already eat fermented foods and drinks and may not even know it. If you eat yogurt or cheese or kefir or if you drink kombucha or eat fermented veggies like sauerkraut or kimchi or fermented soy like tempeh, then those cultured or fermented foods and drinks are likely giving you probiotics. Probiotics is just a fancy name for the good bacteria that you need for your gut health. And the fermented foods and drinks that you can make yourself and that I can teach you to make are even cheaper and more effective because you have full control on the ingredients and on the whole fermentation process so you know that they are 100% probiotic. And probiotic means with billions, even tens of billions or hundreds of billions of good bacteria per spoonful or forkful or glassful. And where fermented foods and drinks are concerned, variety is key. You're better off eating and drinking a little bit of several types of fermented foods and drinks rather than lots of one type. Because then you're introducing all kinds of different strains of good bacteria into your gut health. And that's what we want. Now, I'm not anti-probiotic capsules. In fact, I'm not anti-anything really. But isn't it more appealing to eat and drink yummy fermented foods and drinks rather than just popping pills? I'm just asking. I love my fermented foods and drinks. I have something fermented every single day. And that, together with being sugar, flour and sweetener-free, means that my gut health is good, my mood is good, my energy is good, my digestion is good, and, well, it's all good. Now, I get that it may seem a little bit overwhelming to think about making your own fermented foods and drinks, so that's why it's part of what I teach inside of the After Sugar Club. It's the perfect place to get all the support and encouragement to look after your gut health by cutting sugar and you'll get all my how-to videos and recipes for making your own fermented foods and drinks. When you sign up, you'll get all the support, the accountability and the guidance you need to break free from the diet culture as well as from the emotional dependency that you have on sugar. Go to AfterSugarClub.com and click on the big green button to see everything that's included in the After Sugar Club and in the premium After Sugar Club, where you'll get much more personalized and customized guidance and feedback to help you on your journey to breaking free from sugar. Plus, you get a whole year for free in the After Sugar Club when you sign up for the premium option, go to 
aftersugarclub.com and click on the big green button to join us. Thank you for listening. That's it for this week. Keep in touch and see you soon for another episode.